Welcome to Behind the Curl, where connection is created with one another through the sharing of the personal natural hair stories and experiences, as well as natural hair education brought to you by myself. I am a naturally textured curly hair specialist. I am also your host, Amy Bush, and I invite you to join me as we celebrate what is natural, beautiful, and authentic. So thank you for joining me today here on Behind the Curl. I wanted to introduce you to someone that I've had some really great, fun, and amazing conversations with and just decided to do an impromptu today. Um, So thank you for joining us. This is Elizabeth, and she has been a client now for a few times. Um, And I wanted her to share her story with you on how she got to where she's starting to love her hair and embrace it and what it's meant to her, because these are the things that connect us and the things that we always wanna know when we see someone's curl and they're coming down the street and it looks amazing. So Elizabeth, why don't you go ahead and just kind of tell us how you got to this point? Okay, well well, thanks Amy, I really appreciate it. Um, Just the opportunity to talk about my curly journey. Um, So as a kid, uh, I wore my hair natural, probably in like a a bone braid or a French braid and two braids. And then entered elementary school and relaxers were really popular. And so Mm -hmm. I got one and I never should have done that, but I wanted to be, you know, like my friends or whatever Mm -hmm. and have straight hair. Um, and, And I had a relaxer for many, many years. And finally, the straw that really broke the camel's back was the person I was supposed to see to get one. So it's been 17 years since I've had a relaxer canceled on me. And so I thought, well, you know what? I'm just going to go natural. Now, that was a journey. It didn't do the big chop. So it was in a crazy place where I had mm. curly hair, straight hair, relaxed hair. That's a struggle. <laughs> a real struggle. Um, and, and I got through that. And then, you know, I've been on a search trying to find, you know, someone um, to help me with my hair. And just to, I really want big curly hair. I just, I, I just, I, I embrace my natural curls. I love them. Um, and you know, I own a business, I'm an entrepreneur and I like to show up as my authentic self. Uh, and I think the thing that has been so just incredible, just about our time together, Amy, since you've been working with me, um, is that you taught me, you know, one, like that I should, that, that what I'm doing is right for me, right? That my mm-hmm. curls are, they're great. I need to, I can wear them. I can, you know, I can have a big head of hair and, and really be proud of that. You also taught me some techniques because you you were able to look at me and, you, and I could just communicate what I wanted. Um, and it just falls in line with who I am. Uh, so, um, you know, I tell people all the time, you can wear your hair curly, like embrace that. And if you're scared, then, you know, try it. Like there's, yeah. there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with trying and, and really being your natural state. Um, and so for me, that's been... Um, that's been uh, just something that I, I just really value and appreciate. Um, and, and just finding someone who's not, I, didn't, I don't need the big chop, but we can work with what I've got, but we're, we're just in that, that phase and that journey together. Um, that's what I appreciate um, about uh, just, just my curl journey and, and working with you. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, so the, you know, the listeners don't know what your curls look like, so I'm gonna give a little description here. Um, I would describe it as finer, uh, it's, like a you know fine to medium density it's a little higher on the porosity level um there's you know a little bit of frizz at times but it's pretty easy to contain it's not a huge amount of frizz it does not feel overly dry it does accept moisture very easily and so that's henceforth why we have to work a little bit to get a little bit more volume Mm -hmm. for you um 
you know, and I would say that I would classify it as about like a 4A, you know, there might be some 3C in there, um, you know, kind of spirally, kind of spirally all the way down to the root. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a pretty consistent curl, actually. Mm -hmm. You've got a few places that are a little tighter, a little bit rougher type texture in mm -hmm. the normal, typical spots mm -hmm. on the head. So, you know, when you take all of that into consideration, that means that product choices then become something that you have to take into consideration of what's gonna work, what's not gonna work, right? Because we wanna pick things that are gonna work for you right. instead of things that are gonna work against you. Mm -hmm. So what are some of your favorite product types that you've used in the past? Well, well, one thing I'll say, I think that in the past I thought, you know, by using maybe one or two products that was enough. And I think there's a, a way that you can titrate the products and get the, the, um, the result that you want. And so, and, and what I mean by that is, you know, I leave, use a leave-in conditioner um, when I'm in the shower and comb that through. And then when I get out, I'll put on a product, use a spray that will give me some lift. Um, I utilize a, a dry shampoo product um, that did, I massage my scalp. Again, I want, I need volume mm -hmm. um, because my hair, as you, you mentioned, mm -hmm. is finer. Um, and then a final product to really define the curls. Um, and, it, and it's not a, it's, it's not an hour or two hour process. It's enough, but I think it's something, and, and we talked about this, it's keep it simple, stupid. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, right. And just from doing those things, I mean, I, I'll, I have learned so much from our time together that people will think I've come out of a salon <laughs> when I've gone to dinner and met with people yeah. because I understand the process, I know what to do, and it's just rinse and repeat. It is, and that's the thing of being able to customize a routine for yourself is that once after you've gone through, experimented a little bit, found your top few products, you know, two, three, mm -hmm. maybe four products, mm -hmm. um, and then how to apply them yes. and the process of that, um, and then with the styling, mm -hmm. um, how you're gonna prefer to, you know, if you're even going to do any sort of manipulations. But the thing is, is breaking it down into those steps so that it's something that you can do at home. And that's one of the things that's really important when I speak with people is I'm finding out what kind of routine do you want to have. Some people come in and are like, I do absolutely nothing. I'm not going to use a diffuser. I'm not gonna put clips in it. I really truly need this to be like a wash and go. <laughs> and then I have others that are like, yeah, you know what? I will take the time that it takes. Mm -hmm. So give it to me, give, up, give it all. Mm -hmm. And so, when speaking with a hairstylist and your curl specialist, it's really important to be able to convey that mm -hmm. and talk. Um, and what your commitment is, right? And what your commitment is. Mm -hmm. So that communication's important. Yes. And if you, and me also being sure to ask your stylist a lot of questions and pay attention to see how many questions they ask you as well. Because it, it does need to go both ways in that communication. Yeah, it's a partnership, right? Mm -hmm. It's a relationship. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And one of the goals that um, the listeners don't know about is that you're also looking to get it the length. That's it. So, yes. you know, how often to maintain, mm -hmm. um, you know, so that about that three month mark, four month mark is usually pretty good for most people. Mm -hmm. And I also like to remind people that when you're coming in, what you're paying for and what you're really paying attention to is how your hair is left on your head, not necessarily how much is on the floor. So, don't be concerned if it's a small little hand, you know, mm -hmm. little handhold you know, amount, you know, but really see what's happening 
when it's left mm-hmm. on the hair. And, and I think the other thing that's interesting, I was really scared um, in the past to get a cut when my hair is in its natural state. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, I would have people straighten it to cut it. And I, when I came in to see you, you were like, no. Because I was afraid that if I didn't get my hair cut straight, that they would just cut off these random yeah. pieces. They didn't know. They didn't have a technique. They didn't mm-hmm. have the experience, the yeah. history. Um, and it's true because when I looked on the floor, there wasn't a lot of hair there, yeah. right? And yeah. and I think people need to understand that you don't have to get um, a huge dramatic cut to yeah. get the curls and the the actual result. That Absolutely, because there's different ways. So, <clears throat> like one of the things is that I have an online course that I've designed for hairstylists, and it's called Ambush Curl Academy. And in there, I teach that sort of thing, right, with cutting. Mm -hmm. So we have what I refer to as the four pillars. So the first pillar is communication, consultation, and then the 10-point healthy hair and scalp analysis. So with being able to do that, that gives us our roadmap. Mm -hmm. So I know how I'm going to proceed with your hair. If I'm going to proceed and cut it dry, and if I'm going to cut it dry, how am I going to approach it? Or if I'm going to cut it wet, or what products I'm going to use, or what your needs are, your goals are. Mm -hmm. So all of that has to happen in that first bit with Mm -hmm. pillar one. Pillar two is cutting. So it can be cutting wet or dry, and then the construction, the process, because that construction is what's going to give us shape. Mm -hmm. And in there, you know, you're also learning about curl and how the curl springs and different types of curls and so everything that goes under that and then pillar three is product knowledge mm-hmm. and application and then four is styling so learning how to cut curly hair goes it ends with pillar two and some types like my hair is a little bit wavier I'm more of that 2bc and I can cut my hair wet in fact wow. I prefer to cut my hair wet mm-hmm. because of the way that the curl springs mm-hmm. But with your hair, with it being cut dry, I still need to follow a system. So I have to still section it off, pay attention to the quadrants of the head, the different areas of the head. But I also have to look at the curl and the way the curl is springing in each section of the head. Mm -hmm. Because it can be different in your crown Mm -hmm. than it is on the sides of the very back. So what happens with curly hair is that more often than not, people are going to be cutting it dry or in a dry state because once that hair is stretched out completely flat, those ends might look really clean and crisp when the hair is straight and you wear it straight, but then when you go home and wash it and it's curly again, you're going to have an even retraction or recoil of that hair. So oftentimes I can tell that somebody with really curly hair like yours Mm -hmm. has had a straight haircut is because the back of your head looks flat. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot straighter in the crown and then it like drops out underneath. So by being able to do it in a curly state and watching that, I may not be able to straighten your hair and have it look clean and crisp, but the ends can still be taken care of and I'm still following the format to create that. And so that's how that works. Because mm-hmm. um, I know that when people are not used to cutting curly hair and they get introduced to that idea and concept, they're like, but how is it even? How is it? And they have to, so it's a more of a visual type cutting than it is right. this exact technical, very specific, mm-hmm. um, you know, systematic, just straight, you know, type right. of cutting. So it's a little bit different. 
but we address that in the course as well. Right. So that's you know definitely some things you want to find out with your curl specialist because there's different philosophies that are out there. And so you want to find out and find the one that is going to line up with your goals. Mm -hmm. So for some people, like there's, um, like we know that the Rizzo cutting and the Diva cutting is going to be done in a certain way with dry curls. But we also know that Weedog focuses on wet cutting and carving. Now each of them have certain specific, you know, results Mm -hmm. and why they're done. so finding out what education and philosophies that your curly specialist has is going to mm-hmm. be super important to find out that's going to line up. Right, and it probably also depends on the texture too. Right, it on, on how the like on how you decide mm-hmm. if I'm when I, if I'm going to cut you um, dry or wet. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So there's, you know, I, I think there are myths out there. Like but, people no. feel like you have to if you're curly, it must be straightened to get it cut, right. and that's not the case. And I think it's because I mean. Personally, me, someone I went to, she cut my hair wet and it was so short and I, and, and she just didn't understand, yeah. right? And so with that, I mean, I've been trying to just get it back to where I wanted to be mm-hmm. in the first place. I've mm-hmm. talked about length yeah. um, and it, she just wasn't a specialist in that, right? So right. it's like, you know, if you're, you're on this, this natural curly journey, like do the research um, and, and, and really ask people and, and, and to find yeah. your, the right match for yeah. you. Because that's what it's going to really end up being, is just finding that match. That's right. That's exciting. Yeah. Well, thank you for, you know, coming in. Absolutely. And uh, doing this little impromptu. We had just a few moments, so I thought we would just kind of get in there, drop a few thoughts down, um, and kind of see what, you know, everybody kind of thought of it. And so... Did you have any last comments that you wanted to kind of throw out? Yeah, I think that, you know, if you're considering um, natural hair, you're just like stuck, and I was stuck in my um, situation, like just find a specialist, one that is that has a known track record, that's an expert in their field. I mean, we always look for experts in different things, right? To exercise, dentists, physicians. Um, so find the expert in that space um, who really values the partnership and the relationship and cares about um, their clients because that makes a huge difference. I mean, there are a lot of people out there that are claiming they're curly specialists and are just, you know, they're just about that transaction. But my advice is to just find that person that has the expertise and that really cares about the customer and and knows what they're doing because that'll make a huge difference and you'll, you'll eliminate a lot of, time wasting mm-hmm. you know trying to look on instagram or whatever or just just trying to find the, the next fad it's just take that time care enough about your hair what you care about your body um and and do the research and it pleased. is like any of the other things like you were talking about it's i mean you need the specialist in that area so then you're going to seek it out yes. absolutely mm-hmm. um i know that one of the things that you know i'm going to jump in and also add in on here is you and I have been talking about a couple of things on how you handle your day two and three hair. Oh, yeah. We didn't cover that, but I thought yeah. I wanted to just toss that in. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And see, what are yeah. some tips that, you know, you would tell people with your type right. of texture? I mean, so with mine, I, I, I think, honestly, just from seeing you, you know, spray bottle, use some dry shampoo, and just go. I mean, it's not a big deal. And I think 
um, it's the freedom in that and understanding you can just add some products, um, spray it and, and it still looks good. And yeah. I think I didn't understand how to do that. And just from meeting you, you were like, this is what you do. You can have day two hair. It's not complicated. Um, and I think just that confidence and having that conversation with you. So I don't have to wet it every day. Right. right? And I'm Absolutely. fine with that. And, and I don't, I can't, I don't need right. to. Right. And you don't need to. Right. Okay. Yeah, Good. And, and and I think you know I don't look like I, my my running joke was I wake up in the morning looking like sideshow Bob, <laughs> but but just from your techniques I can do it and I'm fine and I can I don't look like a crazy person so good fantastic <laughs> yeah I just kind of so you know my my goal with that and having some of that conversation was just to be able to share with the rest of you out there that you know there's so many ways to be able to address your natural hair that is on your terms. And in ways that make you feel comfortable, that you can handle it, that you feel confident, um, getting you know positive uh, responses mm-hmm. outside of the house, outside of you know the salon, and that it's something that you can do at home. That's right. one of the big things, um, and that there's many different ways. So this is just the first of these kind of conversations that I'm going to be bringing to you here at, uh, behind the curl because there are as many ways as you can look at curls and see different types of curls, that's how many ways that people are styling their hair and mm-hmm. you know overcoming their struggles. So I hope that you really enjoyed listening in on our conversation. Um, I'm pretty positive that she'll be coming back because I can think of all kinds of other types of uh, conversations to have to talk about because it's something you could talk about for five hours. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Elizabeth, for just jumping on with me. Thanks, Amy. And I will look forward to inviting you guys back again. And have a great and wonderful day. And just love your curls. That was fantastic. I loved that Elizabeth was so enthusiastic about participating with my impromptu interview. So, thank you again. And so, as I promised, here is some of the curl wisdom I promised to share with you. A quick refresh of a few things that were mentioned. Her curls are four ABC curls. A finer texture with a slight bit of frizz. Fine to medium density. Higher to normal porosity. Elizabeth cleanses approximately twice a week with wash and goes, following up with refreshes in between. So based on this information, my recommendations for products would be starting with shampooing with something a bit more cleansing and providing light moisture. Conditioner designed for light moisture afterwards. And the occasional detox, maybe twice a month, is also very helpful in keeping products from weighing down those curls. On this texture, I love using a lighter weight lotion type gel and a foam or a mousse over top. For more defined curls, smooth through with the Denman brush. Otherwise, you can just scrunch in and finger detangle. These types of curls are also more likely to do well with diffusing for volume. Having the air and the heat helps to give that little bit of extra lift and spring. You can also support the roots with clips for added support and lift while diffusing or air drying. Also make sure you have added enough product to ensure a slight cast. 
Following with breaking up the cast, I always recommend having a slight bit of cream or maybe just a touch of pomade on the hands during this process, especially while you're scrunching and breaking up those curls. The curls will be better set and will not be disturbed by the movement from your hands. So just try a few of these tips, add them in, see if they work, and never be afraid to experiment. For a great second through fourth day refresh, make sure you have applied your products well on day one. Your refreshes will go much better, believe me. The recipe I often follow will be in this order of products. First, I'm going to apply a liquid that will either be a water or a curl refresh spray. Two, scrunch curls until they start to form. When they look as you want, then you're gonna move on to step three. In step three, you're going to scrunch or rake a small amount of cream or lotion through your curls. In step four, apply your product that is designed for hold, such as a foam or liquidy gel. And step five, you can just air dry and use some clips for extra added support, or you may choose to diffuse and get that extra lift. So once again, keep trying until you find what works. It often takes lots of experimenting until you're going to find your sweet spot. Now I have an opportunity that is special for all of you that are hairstylists, or maybe you're not a hairstylist, maybe you know one that might be interested. And if you were inspired by what you heard and are seeking to expand your curl education, I would like to invite you to visit the Ambushed Curl Academy website. There you will find my online curl education course I created in order to inspire other hairstylists. If you have any questions, I can be reached at ambushedcurlacademy at gmail.com. And I would love to hear from you. Thank you for joining me today. It has been a pleasure to have this opportunity to celebrate natural curls with you. And until we meet again, love your curls and embrace the natural beauty that is uniquely you.